one of the uh, tabloids was like Kim Kardashian goes to Pete Davidson's native New York to see him or something like that. And it's like, okay, yes, if you, you can't go to New York unless you're being railed by Pete Davidson. That's it. That's my intro. Of course, I have a flyaway. Hi, and welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans Podcast, I like to cover all things pop culture, social media, and shenanigans. And the reason we are doing a solo Swell episode today is because of a few different reasons. Mainly, by the time this episode comes out, I will have turned 24 Uh, I am recording this on my birthday weekend, and though I'm not doing a whole lot for my birthday because last year I was uh, stuck in a snowstorm and had to drive down the mountain alone while having a panic attack, I am just doing a mild birthday this year, but I am still kind of trying to give myself a little bit of time off from work, even though I really can't do that um, with the means of my business and how uh, the creator economy requires me to constantly be feeding the content beast because I'm constantly trying to appease the algorithm gods. But anyway, it's partially that, partially because I'm turning 24, although technically I'm actually turning 23 again because I didn't really get a 23, didn't really get a 22 either. So um, we can just say I'm turning 22. I, I won't tell if you won't. Whatever you guys think. We don't, the 24 doesn't exist here. Anyway, we can bend the rules of space and time. But yeah, we're doing the solo episode partially because of that, but also partially I have this fun little cough thing going on. Some of you may be able to tell my voice is also doing something fucking weird. I have literally no other symptoms, literally none. I'm not fatigued. I don't have a stuffy nose. I don't even have a sore throat, actually. Um, And I have been tested for COVID. It's not COVID. Don't know what this is. I'm assuming it's because they were doing construction in my building and I inhaled some of the paint fumes or some of the dust or something. And that's doing something weird to my lungs. I have no idea. I'm working on it, but I am coughing really randomly and it's super gross. So I don't want to put a guest through that. And I will be asking my lovely editor, William, to cut out all of my coughing, mainly because it's disgusting. Super gross. I hate it. It's just nasty. But also with my luck in 2000 years, once the uh, simulation crashes or a solar flare wipes us all out or uh, corporate greed does it, who knows what'll happen first. Um, But um, I don't want the one thing that the aliens or whoever is next finds to be a podcast of me coughing because with my luck, that's what would happen. And um, I would like to be remembered in history as sexy and mysterious and never getting uh, sick. Also, the fact that I haven't gotten COVID this late in the game is actually impressive to me um, and I don't want to get it now. So I'm just kind of trying to take it easy as best I can so that this cough doesn't turn into something else because that's how I got bronchitis two years ago and I don't want that. So yeah, a solo episode. Also, I've been busy taking care of Hermes, my puppy. He got fixed. Um, He's missing his balls. He's uh, not too happy about it. So he's also not letting me sleep. So it's a fun time. We're just really, we're, we're, we're toughing it out as best we can here in the swell apartment. So yeah. Um, But this episode is just mainly going to be um, another analytics rundown because I haven't done that for you guys in a little while. And then also just kind of doing a rundown and talking about some of the uh, celebrity uh, gossip, bullshit, you know, whatever that's been going around, complaining and giving my two cents where it's not needed. That's what this podcast is, you know, just another way for me to share my opinion, my super educated, totally unnecessary white woman opinion, you know? (laughs) Uh, I think I'm funny. Anyway, um, so yes, I wanted to first share the podcast YouTube channel where you are potentially watching this if you're an audio listener. Um, Be sure to go subscribe to the uh, video YouTube channel, video YouTube channel, the YouTube channel where you can watch video 
of the podcast. You can, in fact, look at my lovely face when you see this. I know. We've officially hit over a 1,000 uh, subscribers on the channel, which means we are also only 2,000 public hours of watch time away from being monetized on the YouTube channel. We are at 1,005 subscribers on the YouTube channel. It only took us several months, <laughs> but it's fine. We can do it. This is great. So yeah, the podcast YouTube channel is doing pretty good. It's great that we're all subscribed. Things are lovely. I think this is very fun that we have gotten everything all figured out. Um, and it's been, gosh, let's see, I posted the first video, um, which was the announcement in May. So let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 episodes, 15 episodes. What am I missing? Oh yeah, that's right. There was no video podcast. So yeah, 14, 15 episodes, but technically 14 videos on the YouTube channel. And that's what it took to get the thousand subscribers. So that's pretty nice. I, I like that a lot. You guys are great. Thank you for coming on. Be sure to go check those out. Um, aside from the Michael Weist interview, um, they are all on there. If you want to go check out those over there, that's great. There's no money from the YouTube channel yet. Like I said, I, you need 4,000 hours and a thousand subscribers on YouTube in order to be monetized. We have over 2,000 hours of watch time, so 2,000 to go. Um, and yeah, that's going good. But officially, we are monetized for the audio portion of this podcast. Woo, woo, woo. Someone's annoyed at me. I can't tell how fully different my voice sounds. Please let me know down below um, in the YouTube comment section how different I sound. But yes, on the uh, audio only side, as you guys know, I produce this podcast through Zencaster and I distribute it using Anchor, which is by Spotify. And Anchor gives you the option to basically do ad reads for them and other companies. Um, and I was approved to get one from Anchor. So when you listen to the audio podcast, when you hear me say, but first, let me tell you about Anchor. That is an ad read for them. And that has a $15 CPM, which for a CPM is insane. Um, so for every thousand listens that that ad gets, I get $15. So in total for this podcast, it's been, gosh, how long? I wish it gave me a better breakdown of when. It just gives me a total earned all time. It doesn't tell me exactly how much each episode has earned. But let's see, I recorded that when I recorded my... Okay, so when I recorded my episode with Jordan, the Omegaverse episode, literally that same day is when I got the notification that the sponsorship was available for me to record. So I recorded it literally right after. So it's been at least one, two, three episodes of the podcast that I've had that have come out since I've been able to start recording uh, those brands. I mean, that blah, 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 blah. since I've been able to record. You don't need to cut that part out, William. Let them know I struggle. But yeah, so that's three episodes since I recorded that ad read. But what's great about Anchor is that you can basically retroactively go back in and put all the brand deals in or the sponsored segments in separately, which is what I did. So every episode has at least one brand deal or ad. I keep saying brand deal. It's not a brand deal. It's like just record this and then you're done. So it's an ad read. It's not a brand deal technically because it's not like they're like, oh, let's talk with you. There's no contract in place. It's nothing. I just do the ad read. So it's literally just an ad read. Um, so there's at least one on every single episode um, because they don't like put it at the end. And I just basically upload one unless I start doing longer, longer episodes, um, like maybe an hour and a half episodes or something like that. I'll probably stick to just one for the foreseeable future unless things start changing. And I do need to start uh, trying to find ways to make more money using this podcast. But right now, in total, for the last, gosh, two, three weeks, this, this podcast has made 
$38.02, which means in total, this podcast has made $38.02. Now that is still in the red. Um, I do take a loss on this podcast. Um, my editor, William, um, William, if you would like to add a little something in here for the uh, video portion of the podcast, go right ahead. I do pay him to basically produce and edit my podcast for me um, because I do too much and he's wonderful. And so uh, I am technically still at a loss for the podcast, but that's fine because uh, this was something that I really wanted to do. I really wanted to have an avenue for me to interview people and all of that. And I love that this podcast has given me the ability to do that because for some reason on my main YouTube channel, the Swell Entertainment YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe if for some reason you found me through the podcast and not the YouTube channel. You guys don't like me doing interviews all that much over there. And people always, every time I do an interview, for whatever reason, people are like, uh, we come here for you, not for this person. And it's like, okay. And so anyway, um, I love having this podcast and being able to do interviews and talk about a variety of things with different people. And yeah, it's always fun and exciting. Um, but yeah, so the podcast is officially monetized and we hit over 10,000 plays on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. We're now at 13,000 plays, 13,746 at the time of me recording this um, since the inception of this podcast. They estimate the audience size is around uh, 740 and I have about uh, 640, 650 unique listeners. I don't know how that's different. Um, so according to Anchor, uh, the estimated audience size, the average number of plays each of your episodes gets within 30 days after publishing. This is a stand-in for your current audience size. So basically, they're estimating that at least uh, 740 plays gets listened to for audio-wise for the podcast uh, each 30 days, which is kind of cool. Um, and then the number of distinct devices they've determined so far is about 658, which for at least the last seven days, I wish there was a way for me to see this recently. And then the 740 is based on recent episodes. So I'm assuming that's like the episodes that just hit within 30 days. Can we look at just overall, the podcast has just continued to grow, which is so cool. Um, it's at that point where basically each week we're averaging at least 1300, 1200 plays, which is really cool. Um, I don't know. I just, I really like to see the numbers and, um, I didn't fully think this through when I did start the podcast because I like tracking my numbers for uh, analytics for YouTube. And so I didn't even think about the fact that like this was going to give me not just the audio version uh, numbers for me to look at, but also the video version for the channel to focus on. Uh, so that's fun and exciting. Um, but I, I like seeing the numbers grow and it's kind of fun to see my little my little rinky dink podcast do well and grow. And I think it's really cool. Um, let's see if I can pull up some of the, um, plays, not plays, the reviews for the swell shenanigans. Swell shenanigans. So officially this podcast has a 4.8 out of five star ratings. We have a one star review where, oh wait, can I see it? Where is it? Does it not tell me? We have 22 ratings. See all. I want to see the one star. I'm annoying. Why won't it show me? What the heck? Did someone just rate it and not... <laughs> Someone rated a one star and didn't tell me why. That's funny. Okay. Mostly it's five stars. So if you guys want to go and give us a rating, that'd be fun. Although 4.8, that seems real. You know, if it was all fives, seems fake. You know, 4.8. Whoever, thank you for keeping me humble. Whoever gave it a one star review. Um, but no more of that. <laughs> Here for the evolution. Uh, do we know what this podcast is about? No, but I truly enjoy tuning in and listening. Great conversations, chaotic energy. In my opinion, the only thing missing 
is an intro jingle. Thank you, book nerd lover. lover. That is from uh, October 23rd. Hermes moved. He's right over here. Hi, Bubba. He has his cone head on. He's very upset. Cashing in my swell entertainment, I'm assuming. That says simp card. I don't know. This is from the Hill Hillagix. Love the show. Amanda's a great media scholar. Would love more episodes on the types of TikToks um, since there aren't many podcasts about the strange rabbit holes of TikTok. And she could be one of the first to analyze these shenanigans. Trust me. I would love to. There was this super fun, I want to pull up her name actually, because I bookmarked a couple of them. There is this one TikToker who did the best thing, I think, personally. Um, she made a, gosh, where is it? Okay, I can't seem to find her channel right now, but she made a TikTok, which is just some of the greatest bait I've seen since What's Not a Cult But Feels Like a Cult. But she made a TikTok saying, are there any communities on TikTok that don't have drama, don't have beef. And the amount, the amount of people that stitched this, oh gosh, just wonderful. I adore her. I think her name is Anastasia. I could be wrong. I'll try and find it and put it in the show notes. But oh my gosh, her, the stitches to her videos just feeding my nosy voyeur heart. Okay. Just wonderful. Apparently there's drama in the doll collecting community. There's drama in the crochet community. Okay. Someone apparently was selling potholders using acrylic yarn. Okay. Acrylic, acrylic yarn melts. It's literally plastic. So obviously potholders, acrylic plastic potholders doesn't work. Okay. Cause potholders are literally meant to hold things that are causing, that are holding heat. Okay. They're hot. They're going to melt the plastic. Ever since I watched that one exclamation video of like, this is what's going on. She's blocking everyone. She's like, Hey, you're bullying me. All this stuff. Okay. The amount of people I have seen replying to her, and just being like, oh, look this. And they're literally doing tests where they just take like globs of acrylic yarn and then set a hot plate on top of it to show how quickly it melts. Obsessed. I, it's so it's so weird. It's it's wonderful. I love it. Um, apparently, uh, the doll collecting community, messy with a capital M. Okay, because apparently there was two doll collectors. Okay, and again, I'm getting I'm giving you like third hand information here. Two doll collectors. One of them, mom passed away. And so they inherited like all of these prototype breaths. Okay. And they were, and one of their friends who was also a collector was like basically asking for them. They had a fall up. They had a fallout. Okay. And then eventually once they made up the, um, collector whose mother's passed away was like in a sign of good faith, sent one of the dolls and then opened up the doll was like, what's all of this? He sent his mother's ashes, his mother's ashes with the doll. Oh my God. Incredible. So messy. So insane. I, there's certain level of unhinged that I think doll, all doll people have. And I respect that, which I think you do need to have. If you're going to have those creepy things in your house, I think you need to be at least a little unhinged. You know, if you're going to be a doll collector, especially professionally power to you, but oh my God, could not be me. Let's see. I think that's all for the TikTok thing. But yeah, as far as that goes, that's really what the TikTok stuff is uh, right now. That's like what I'm focusing on. There's apparently also drama with the baby Brezza community. Um, I almost, I thought about buying a baby Brezza and doing a whole video for it for I tried it so you don't have to for the YouTube channel, but it looks like it's kind of simmering down now. But basically baby Brezza is a formula bottle maker for your baby. And obviously with babies, the formula to water ratio for uh, baby formula has to be very specific. Otherwise it can be detrimental to your health of your baby uh, to weight gain, um, throwing up, all that. It's a very specific thing. And the Brezza basically said like, oh, we give the perfect amount of formula to water ratio. And basically people started measuring it. And then the brand got involved and was like, here's how we do this and all of that. So it's like, 
it's messy as hell, but it looks like it's mostly resolved and it's kind of mellowed out by now. Um, but yeah, so that's basically it with the TikTok stuff right now. I did want to talk about um, a couple of celebrity things just really quick. One, Kristen Stewart is engaged. Um, she's getting married. Let me pull up her thing. Not to me, very upset. Kristen Stewart and her partner, uh, Dylan Meyer, are getting married. Congratulations. Devastated it's not to me, but they're cute, so I'm not going to be upset. And then uh, the thing that I really wanted to talk about, and the thing that TikTok, pop culture people, um, celebrity gossip hounds, all of them are focusing on is these photos of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, specifically at Not Scary Farm. They were on, I think it was Ghost Rider together. I used to go to Scary Farm every year. And the last two years I didn't go. This was the first year I didn't go when I probably could have gone. I could have gone this year and I just didn't go. Um, I went to like literally every other haunted thing. Um, and frankly, the only one that I liked, I guess equally to Not Scary Farm was actually uh, Six Flags Fright Nights went over there. That was, or Fright Fest. That was better Halloween Horror Nights didn't wasn't I didn't like it I liked one maze of theirs it was the uh the purge maze everything else was mediocre I don't know why everyone's like it's so much better it's not liars anyway uh so Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian were seen uh on the rides together and when I first saw these photos I was like this is PR this is this is looking this is looking PR I think I think I'm okay I am of the opinion okay I am of the opinion that the Kardashians are geniuses. Okay. I think they are business empire. I don't think you can build an empire and build a career around a whole family the way they have without doing literally everything with a calculated edge to it. I think Kris Jenner is the mastermind, but I think she has bestowed, okay, some of her wisdom and business savvy onto her children, specifically her daughters, obviously. And I think that the whole family saw how Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian's relationship, how that was responded to and how successful that was. And personally, I am a Travis, um, a Kravis fan. I think they are cute together. I think anyone who treats Kourtney Kardashian with like respect after uh, Scott Disick, after some of the shit they've been through, whatever. Um, but again, obviously we are only shown uh, what they show us since it's a public figure and all of that. So yeah, but now they're engaged and everyone's like, oh my God, still obsessed. So I think Kim, you know, she's been uh, single for a little while since leaving Kanye and all of that. I think maybe this was just like a fishing lure. They were trying to see, you know, if there were any bites, if they were to go out together. And obviously everyone was like, what is this? And I think this was probably started after she went on SNL and they did that kissing scene. One of the skits uh, they did or sketches they did, whatever. I, I don't know. I stopped watching SNL. I got bored. I'm sorry. I did. Remind me one time someday to read you the um, very d detailed message that someone sent me when I complained about SNL. It was very detailed. It was very funny. Basically saying I didn't understand it and how I needed to educate myself on the history of SNL. It was very funny. Eventually, I will put it on merch. But I do think that this was kind of like a test with them to see how people would react to um, them being out together. And then now the media is just shoving it down our throats, shoving it down our throats. Kim Kardashian went to New York. One of the uh, tabloids was like, Kim Kardashian goes to Pete Davidson's native New York to see him or something like that. And it's like, okay, yes, if you, you can't go to New York unless you're being railed by Pete Davidson. Fun fact, um, I was thinking about taking a little trip in January because um, I'm not traveling anywhere for the holidays. So I was going to give myself a little week or a couple day trip in January. And I was thinking about going to New York, but you know, I really don't want to have sex with Pete Davidson. I'm just not, 
I'm not interested like that. I do want to have dinner with him at least one time because I want to I want to know really what it is about him in person that is pulling these women because he's just dating up every every single woman I see him associated with is just so above his level in hotness. Someone broke it down really well talking about like, oh yeah, no, a funny guy is like literally the ideal man for someone who knows they're hot. So it makes sense. I get it. But I there needs to be something else. There's other TikToks. I don't know how, how X-rated I want to get on this aside from, you know, the big dick energy and all of that. And, you know, probably eats pussy like he's drowning. Aside from that, what is it that like really makes these women stick around for more than a hookup? You know, I want to know. So I do want to have at least one meal with him just to see like what kind of vibes he gives off. But I really don't want to sleep with him. I'm just, I'm not interested that way, nor do I think he would want to sleep with me. But also if I, I don't want to go to New York, you know, and then potentially step on Kim Kardashian's toes because I do think that family has enough money and the means to uh, kill me and make it look like an accident. By the way, I'm speaking entirely hypothetically. Please no one sue me. I don't have the money to be sued. This podcast has made less than $35. Obviously, I don't have the money to be sued. I think it's going to be interesting to see how much they play out. I think it'll be fascinating. I'm going to be honest. I think Kim's too much of an adult. She's a parent. She's a mother. And sure, sure is Courtney. I don't know. I don't think Pete is at that place where he's ready to, you know, be a, a, a stepdaddy. I think uh, <laughs> North is too much of a little spitfire <laughs> based on what we've seen. I think this will be a fling. I think this will be beaten like a dead horse in the tabloids and then it'll fade away. Moving on from Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Let me read you this uh, very disturbing image Instagram quote from uh, Chris Pratt for his wife's birthday. Uh, by the way, this is a Chris Pratt uh, hate account. Um, I'm not shy about that. I don't like him. I'm just going to read you this full Instagram comment, this full comment. Um, this is again for his wife's birthday. Guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean... Find you somebody that looks at you like that, you know? We met in church. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure and it belongs to me. She's my greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck rookie card, which if you know, you know, is saying a lot. It's her birthday in about six weeks. So if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. If I ever, if I'm ever in a relationship with anyone, anyone who says something like this about me, assume I'm being held hostage, stage an intervention, stage a coup, a rescue mission, anything, okay? Help me fake my death. Something is wrong. This is unhinged. This is fucking weird. Um, the fact that he thanks her for giving him a healthy daughter when his son with Anna Ferris has uh, health problems, I think is fucked up. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. Um, this whole post reads like, look at how she uh, looks at me like I'm a god. Look at how she looks at me like I own her. I hate this post. I hate this post. Also, side note, if I forget to get her anything, if I don't get her anything, I will tell her to look at this post. Fuck you, Chris Pratt. Anyway, I, I, I don't like him. This is upsetting. I hate it. I, I'm worried for her. <laughs> okay. And that's really going to be it. Clearly, I keep coughing. I'm sure this whole sec section is going to be choppy because I'm just like coughing so much. I need to stop talking. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it. Sorry for the shorter episode. Char sorry for the not as long episode this time around um, and this solo episode. But yeah, just a lot going on. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to check out the Swell Shenanigans.
Hagen's YouTube channel. If you want more information from Swell or more content from me, go ahead and check out the Swell Entertainment channel. While this episode is up, I actually have a plushie that is available, a Swell Entertainment plushie. It's me and the green couch right here with my meme glasses from my small entertainment intro. Um, it's super fun. I, it's adorable. I love it. Um, if you guys would like your own plushie, the campaign will still be going on while this uh, is up. So go ahead and click the link down below in the description box and in the show notes and get your own swell plushie. It's like $24.99. It's adorable. And they get shipped out in February. I love it so much. I'm excited. Um, and that's going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check us out everywhere. We have an Instagram now. Be sure to follow us over there. And that's going to be it. Goodbye.